and come to mommy. Welcome back, horror fans, to another episode of The Final Boys, a podcast where we celebrate all things horror in cinema and pop culture. My name is Dustin. And I'm Matt. And every other week, Matt and I, we sit down to see if we can survive something spooky. And this week, it's the 1983 softcore porn build as a horror horror film, Mausoleum, where a 10-year-old girl mourning the death of her mother becomes possessed by a demon who has been preying on her family ancestors for centuries. Uh, years later, the demon starts to take over her mentally and physically. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's softcore porn, dude. <laughs> it is definitely softcore porn. No, man. I don't, I, I think it's just, uh, okay. I don't, maybe, maybe it's got some nudity in it. It's got a ton of sex scenes in it, Matt, where there's a bunch of nipples being sucked on. <laughs> So I've heard. So I've heard. I don't. I don't know. Uh, if, if you want to watch this movie, uh, you can. You can go ahead and you can watch it on Shutter. And if you don't have Shutter, uh, get it and use code Final Boys at checkout for a free thirty days. Yep, definitely use Shutter. Shutter is amazing. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I know at the time of us recording this, right at this moment, it mm-hmm. is season finale of Joe Bob: The Last Drive-In. So uh, that there's a million reasons to go on Shutter, but I mean. Joe Bob's the best. We all know that. So yeah, Joe Bob's definitely one of the one of the big reasons. Dude, they uh, they actually have a couple movies out that I want to uh, put in as recommendation. Also, oh, I keep forgetting this. I get emails weekly, uh, almost daily, of, of like, oh, movie, like you should re- you should uh, uh, review this movie. And I keep forgetting to tell you, and I keep for make, uh, forgetting to make a list. But um, that's just me being me. <laughs> so i'm really sorry about that guys uh but before we get into our movie review it's everybody's favorite time of the year it's summer here in arizona so we're going to do a weather update it's about 115 fucking degrees outside <laughs> you can't touch it's like oh oh my gosh and i don't want to hear it anymore Ooh, but it's a dry heat 80 and humid is just as bad it's not i was just in nashville it's not that bad all right i couldn't i when i came home from Nashville, I couldn't close the trunk of my Uber's car because it was so hot. Yeah, it's it's so hot. There's fires just starting out here. I leave for two weeks and there's a fire that happened in Arizona. <laughs> is that because of the heat or is that because someone was uh, lighting off uh, like gender reveal bombs? Oh, they were doing the yeah, gender reveal parties. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. OK, so uh, I've obviously just like you stated the whole, you know, Tennessee thing gone to places with high humidity. I understand it's brutal. The air is thick. You're sticky. You get out of the shower. You're still drenched. I get it. Dude, Mm -hmm. we had fucking record high numbers yesterday. It was 118 degrees. What? No exaggeration. Wow. 118. And I remember like looking at my phone at one point and it was like 730 at night. And I was like, it's still like 112 right now. (laughs) Dude, like what the fuck is going on? It's Mm -hmm. so hot. It's so hot, man. Like I'm right now, dude, I have a fan under my desk just blowing right up my skirt. And and I also have the AC cranked and I'm just still so warm right now. 
Yeah. I, uh, I shaved my, my beard. Uh, and I still, so I still wear a mask to go uh, certain places. A lot of places I still wear a mask, uh, you know, just in respect for other people. And, uh, <clears throat> there was things growing in my beard. Like by the time I got back to my car, there was, uh, there was so much heat and humidity inside my mask from, from the Arizona, just being outside that things, organisms were growing. Mm, that's how life so, is born. Life so finds I a had, way, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I had to shave my beard. Well, you know, sad to see your beard go, but we all know it comes back in two weeks anyway. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna hang on to this mustache for a little bit. Kim's gonna hate it, but it's all right. You do what you yeah. want to do, man. You're a grown ass man. It's 106 degrees right now at at 8:40 at night. Tell mm-hmm. me about humidity, please, please. Tweet me personally at your friend Dustin. Tell me about your fucking humidity. <laughs> <laughs> it's 104 degrees right now. I can't go outside. 106. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm like a mile away from you and it's 107. <laughs> so it's like one degree. Just yeah, it's just so warm, dude. Yeah, it's so, so warm. warm. I know. D- Dustin asked if I wanted to go out earlier to get dinner and I was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're trying to find every excuse. Uh, my butt I hurts. Know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've been shitting blood for the last six yeah. hours. I'll be honest, man. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah, you know, it's hot. It is hot. And now we're in the comfort of our own, own homes. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. What uh, ha- have you been, Matt? Let's catch up for a minute. That's what uh, that's what people pay to pay to hear. Are they paying to hear up. this? Oh yeah. Who, Wait, you are, don't, are they paying? I you? mean, oops. What? Nothing. Are we no money. Do no, we make money? Oh. no, no, no. We're definitely not making money. Oh, I thought we had money. Don't How tell do you... anybody that I'm making money off of this, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it. Um, so everything, uh, everything's peachy keen. My brain is fried literally from. Uh, going outside last night um, in the heat. It's a dry but... heat, though. It's a dry heat. It's so, so dry. It's so dry. Um, no, everything's everything's wait. Uh, wait, everything's great, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, no, um, Matt's melting. Yeah, Someone I know. Pick him up off the floor. He's melting. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, E three was this past weekend for us. Um, so spoilers, you know, we're a week behind, of course. But okay. um, you know, E three, awesome, dude. Lots of cool video games. I think everyone was jazzed for Nintendo the most. But I think personally, you know, Xbox won the show. Uh, now I'm going to try and buy an Xbox because I still can't get PC parts. You know, that's a whole different thing I can rant about. But, you know, um, here's the thing. Uh, I'm excited for the fall, right? Um, and here's why I'm excited for the fall. Also, a little bit of the summer, too. Um, horror conventions are back. Yeah. Horror conventions are back. Oh, my fucking God. Horror conventions are back. So um, in a couple weeks uh, here in Phoenix, they're going to be doing Mad Monster Party. And uh, I think we're going to go, right? I think, yeah, yeah, I'm planning it. Unless I have to go back out to Nashville, Tennessee for some reason. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm anticipating going. So, okay. Well then there, there it is. Like if Dustin doesn't have to do some work stuff, then if you're down to go, man, you feel comfortable, then I'll go. Obviously we, yeah. we should go together because we hold hands. We ignore Kim. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Get out of here, Kim. And so, uh, yeah, you know, we're we're gonna go to that uh, if we can. And it's, I'm pretty excited, man. I'm a little nervous. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 happy. And uh, so, yeah, horror conventions are back. Midsummer Scream. They're doing a pop up. I think I might do that. I might yeah. go, dude. I was gonna mention it to you tonight. I think I'm right, out there. You yeah, me? Okay, cool. Well, then maybe we'll do it together. <laughs> we just well, together. Let's do it separate. Let's just do it separately. <laughs> We're a mile apart, so let's just go ahead and waste. Let's ruin the environment more. Yeah, yeah. 
No, get in my hatchback, man. We'll go. We can get in my Prius. I was going to say we can get in my Prius. We could get in your Prius. I just hate, I feel bad always putting mileage on your Prius. That's why I bought a Prius. And that's, that's, why why I a Prius. A, that's why I wrecked a Prius. And that's why they got me a new one. <laughs> He's a Prius boy. Yeah, boy. Um, so yeah, Midsummer's doing a pop-up, which is fucking killer. And here's another thing that I'm really excited about. Concerts, man. I miss shows. I'm a shows mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. And I'm more nervous about shows than conventions, but uh, shows are back. So I'm I'm nervous. I'm going to my first show in like yeah. the end of August, dude. Well, yeah. Wear a condom. Oh, all over my whole body all the time, man. <laughs> always, baby. Oh, I'm always protected. Gosh. Yeah. But that's <laughs> it, man. I'm just, I'm just excited that yeah. you know, things are safely opening. I know that myself and our group of friends are all being responsible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. We live in Phoenix, where yeah. literally half the population's vaccinated <laughs> by choice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get fucking vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> please do. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys are in the Phoenix area, or you will find yourself in Phoenix for uh, Mad Monster Party, uh, we're not gonna have a booth this year. Maybe, maybe next year. But uh, come find us. We'll give you stickers. I'll, I have some pins. I think I'll have some pins on me. Um, you know, spit in Matt's mouth. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Mm, delicious. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Just yeah, do you it do. to us. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Really. I am truly, truly so, excited. What's new with you, dude? You got back from a humid place. Did you eat any barbecue? Yeah, I had barbecue. I didn't do I didn't do uh, uh, Nashville hot chicken because literally every time I'm like, let's go get a hot chicken. They said, you have to work tomorrow. And I said, Yeah. <laughs> Like the the excuse was like you have something to do tomorrow, and apparently you can't eat Nashville hot chicken if you have like prior engagements the next day. They're like you need a day to like just suffer. What? <laughs> they're I think they I think they were trying to tell me that like I'm gonna have diarrhea. You and I have you and I have gotten Nashville chicken sandwiches here at that gravity place. Oh, that's what Na- that's what Nashville hot chicken is. Yeah, it's a fried chicken sandwich, but usually, it, you know, they have different spices, herbs, and like yeah. heat levels. But yeah, yeah. Dude, they pack they pack theirs fat though, like coleslaw, French fries. They go crazy with in there. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't get any yet, but um, next time I go out, maybe I'll I'll book an extra day to to um, <laughs> digest or whatever. I don't know. Really but I did have. Warned? Yeah, I was, they were like they're like you, like your body is not ready for this. I've okay. I've only been to Nashville a couple times. They're like you need to. You need to slow your roll. <laughs> They're like, hey, listen here. If you're gonna fit in this Nashville, you better prepare mm-hmm. that butthole, man. Yeah, um, the, it's it is great. Um, I love uh, Nashville's like a, a lot of fun. I went into this cemetery on my walk home one time because uh, I, I could walk to the studio that we were at, and um, when the cemetery and it's like beautiful. There's grass there. Things grow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just die because of all the heat. Um, it is it is very hot. It's hot for sure, and it's sticky. But like as soon as you get into a like a well conditioned room, it's you start you're freezing. So yeah, because of all the humidity, like all the wetness. So, um, but yeah, my work trip was a little stressful. I met a bunch of uh, really. I worked with some really rad people, and uh, and they're like all very very talented. So that's awesome. Um, I had fun. I had fun. I I laughed. I cried. I screamed in pillows, but it was a it was a good experience. Thanks, Nashville. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you had a good trip, and um, you know, it sounds like you do work with some really cool creatives and, mm-hmm. and nerds. So, 
That's what matters, man. Yeah, That's they're all matters. nerdy in like different ways. Some music nerds, some uh, data data nerds. Mm. Those Excel boys, you know, the oh. Excel folks that just Excel love playing Excel. Yeah. Yep. That's a whole different level of nerd. That's rad, dude. I hope next time you do get a Nashville chick- hot chicken sandwich and you take half a day off so you can shit your brains out and be like, now I'm one. I'm one mm-hmm. with the environment here. I, I I am Nashville. I am Nashville. And then you're going to just start listening we to country. We are Nashville. <laughs> I'll have to do that double voice, like the double, uh, you know, demon voice. The layered one. We can do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, speaking about uh, speaking about demons, you want to go watch this movie? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. If you guys haven't watched the movie yet, uh, go to Shutter, uh, buy it on Blu-ray, and uh, then come back and um, listen to us spoil everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go watch it. Wow, Matt, you sure need to eat a lot of popcorn in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and unlike you, I can't process popcorn. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a rough day. I need to have a Nashville day off, honestly. Wow, what a what a great yes and see, this is the kind of a this is this is why Matt is my co host and you're not, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. he's legitimate he's a legitimate improv artist. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> insulting our audience is always the way to go right I'm oh dude it, it totally works anybody totally. can do this yeah <laughs> we're doing this anyone yeah can. we're just sitting here with microphones in our faces but you know um yeah you know it's uh th- okay this movie right it's uh, a softcore porn it's not it's not dude this i don't okay i'm gonna call you out on some shit and this is okay. why i kind of wanted to watch this movie right there's a few reasons why i want to watch this first yeah, off um, so I I bought this movie when it first came out a couple of years ago um, from Vinegar Syndrome. They re they redid it. They upscaled it. Uh, they did this beautiful packaging for it. Like it's it's so killer, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. It's the DVD and Blu-ray. Um, and the thing is, for a very very long time, I had seen the name Mausoleum floating around, um, and I had just never I'd never seen it. I'd never seen a VHS tape of it. Um, I don't believe there was a DVD of it um, at the time, but I've heard of it, never knew anything about it, but I like the name. I love the name. I think it's Mausoleum's metal as fuck, dude. I love mm-hmm. the name. Also, um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I was always intrigued by it is because everyone says my last name wrong. And so <laughs> for most of my <laughs> life, people have said they've called my, they've said my last name is Mausoleum. And I'm like, Yes, <laughs> you know, and it's not right at all. It's drastically different. But I mean, the spelling is close enough. So they're like, yeah, Matt Mausoleum. I'm like, yes, what's up, man? That's what's yeah. up. So that's that's why. Um, uh, yeah, that's actually why I kind of like loved the title. And so um, I forgot where I was at, but Vinegar Syndrome had a booth somewhere in like 20. I want to say 2018. It might have been at um, um, Mad Monster. I know they were there and Me- you did buy a ton of. I did, buy, I did buy some Blu-rays. Maybe it was that Mad might have been Monster. our first year, yeah, first year at Mad Monster. That might have been it. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been sitting on my shelf since, um, and I honestly never cracked it open. So um, this is my first time watching it, and uh, I, I understand why you're saying softcore porn. But here's 
Here's why I'm going to call you. I just don't mm. think you've watched enough of like early 80s horror films, dude. Oh, I thought you were going to say enough softcore porn. Oh, you've seen a lot. <laughs> yeah. you uh, Did you used to fucking use like, listen, did your, did your dad Skinamax? have, did he the have black a black box? box? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and the way that we, the, <laughs> the way that we got black boxes, um, I'm not going to say on air, but let's just say it was the most illegal way to get it. Oh, yeah. And sketchy. I'll tell yeah. you off air, but it's like there's I have there's really funny stories about why we had black boxes. <laughs> oh, I, I believe it. I think everyone I know that had one of those. I mean, like for fuck's sake, dude. My I remember my dad uh, at the time when those were still like a thing. He was working for a cable company, and our cousins we'd go over to their house all the time. They all had black boxes, and he it's just so crazy. Um, but yeah, you definitely had one, and you definitely got Skinamax, dude. Oh, definitely. Uh, real, real sex. We wa- we tried to watch that. My brother and I. Sorry, mom. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, we had sleepovers and stuff like that, and yeah, cool it was kids. a, it was the, it was a good time back then, back in the uh, '90s. Oh man, what a wild time the '90s were. Um, but yeah, dude. I. All right. I understand why you're saying softcore porn now, but there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of just sex, straight sex in it. Yeah, but it's not like the uh, what's that? Oh, the Devil's Honey. You ever seen that film? No, (laughs) sounds Uh, delicious. That that is straight up fucking softcore porn. Pornographic film. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, if you ever want to review that one, that's that's softcore porn to me versus Mausoleum. So. Would you see penetration in uh, in Devil's Honey? No, but you, I believe okay. I believe there's a part where they're riding a motorcycle and the guy's just kind of like he's got his hand right right up in his girl. <laughs> so oh, I was okay. like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You can see what's going on there. Well, yeah. that's good. I just wanted to make sure that we were talking about softcore porn stuff. So. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty all. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's it. So yeah, if everyone wants that, but all right, so. You gave us a synopsis of this. Mm-hmm. What's the tagline? Because the tagline is pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to guess the tagline is um, uh, I'm, I'm a woman and now I'm possessed. <laughs> is that was I close? <laughs> What's the tagline? Spot on, dude. Yeah. Um, there's there's a few of them, but like um, on the original poster, it states centuries of evil have just awakened. Yeah, this this movie sounds Better than it is, I think. Oh, I, you're gonna like this movie a lot more after I'm done you yelling think at so? you about it. Oh yeah, really? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I I hope so. Uh, full transparency, I fell asleep for part of it and I didn't go back and rewatch it. So that's okay. That's see, dude, it's all right. This is just not your thing. Like I will say this: we watched Paranormal Activity last movie, right? Mm-hmm. I knew that was your thing. And honestly, and I've told this to you off air. It's after, your thing now. No, no. After we watched, <laughs> after we watched it. And I saw how excited it made you. It just made me like the movie even more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I really want to. Be, I'm hopeful for this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hopeful. I hope. I hope I fell asleep during the best part of it. Uh, you. You probably. You know. You. you there's no best part. <laughs> there's no, like. There, I think there is. A, I think there's a great part. There's a. <laughs> there's a lot of really good things about it. The uh-huh. lighting is amazing in this movie. Dude, killer. It's killer lighting. Um, but, uh, a little bit more about the movie. Uh, like I, I said earlier, this was, this was, uh, released in 1983. I don't know how it was released, right? It w- didn't have a theatrical release, did it? 
it had a short a short run, I guess, in theaters, mm-hmm. but it never got like massive releases across the United States. So just short, small theaters in the U.S. Uh, Bobby Breezy, uh, actor, she takes uh, she does a lot of the heavy lifting in this film, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it was directed by uh, Michael Dugan, who I haven't heard of anything else that he's directed. That's uh, it. Oh, uh, Raging Hormones, nineteen ninety nine. It's 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 funny. So like the the individuals involved in this movie um, that made it essentially this was like this is their thing. They they have a mm-hmm. couple other credits, and I'm talking like usually I think it was like six or less credits for most of them. Um, and like Mausoleum's like the one that's big for yeah. all of them. The writers, the director, um, I mean the production crew that did all the special effects, which the special effects are pretty rad in this movie for what they are. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, they, a lot of them moved on to do bigger films, but, um, yeah, this was kind of like, this is Michael Dugan's biggest film. Uh, I was reading somewhere that, uh, the, the lady that played the aunt, aunt Cora, and we'll get all, we'll get into all of this in just a moment. Laura hippie is a Scientologist and she killed herself at the age of, uh, 35. Yep. This was her last movie. Um, the, the lady that also the Laura hippie, the one that the lady that played the aunt is actually younger than the main actor, mm. Bar, uh, Bobby Breezy. So they had to like use makeup to make her look older. I guess older. so. Hmm. Spe- those are that, those killer special effects you're talking about. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell with her <laughs> sweet, her sweet, like Nan, Nana wig, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just pencil I, drawn on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the one thing I want to say up front though is dude, I really like the poster for this movie. I, Poster's awesome. Both of them. Yeah. The there's re-release and the and the original. Both really cool. Really cool. But the thing is, on the original poster, that skeleton creature thing they show is not in the movie. No, it's not. But it, it looks cool. It looks awesome, dude. I love I like I love the typography for this too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything about this, like I think when I first heard about it, I was like, oh my God, it's gonna be the best movie ever. So I really hyped this up in my head. I think that's what I'm going to preface this with. Okay. <laughs> um, so how does it start, dude? You you talked about a 10-year-old girl. What's mm-hmm. the story here? So the movie follows a, a, a young woman named uh, Sarah, I believe. Uh, right? Susan. Susan. I'm off to a great start. <laughs> stuff, yeah, and different this movie. Part, this part I wasn't, uh, I wasn't asleep for. Uh, I was wide awake for this part. Um, Susan, she's uh, – uh, Susan and her aunt uh, – are at are mourning the uh, the loss of Susan's mother. They just buried her, and Susan's not taking it very well, and she just is hysterical, crying, and then decides to run off for some reason. Mm-hmm. And um, Carol is upset that she's running off, but not necessarily chasing her. She's just standing there crying. <laughs> but um, Susan is drawn to a uh, a. Mausoleum, mausoleum. I want to keep calling them mausoleum, mausoleum, mausoleum mm-hmm. Neeson, mausoleum Neeson. Perfect, dude. Mausoleum. Is that how you say it? Mausoleum. 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 Mm-hmm. Hmm. You learn something every day, and English <laughs> is something that I'm doing today. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a mausoleum. mausoleum. <laughs> She's drawn to this mausoleum. Um, a, a voice is kind of calling to her. This is where we get our first. So the whole this whole like front scene is is all ADR. Um, because mostly because you can see how windy it is, and I can tell sound was like no, nah, this is not happening. <laughs> Everything's blowing so like 
so much in the background. They're like, yeah, we're not capturing sound here. So we're going to have to do this in post. Uh, and you can tell, you can tell. Um, we see this like mausoleum that doesn't really look like a mausoleum to me. I'm not really sure what, it, what it is, but it looks like almost like a guest, like visitor center that's in the middle of a graveyard, like somewhere where you go to like, like, Hey, I'm sorry for your loss, but check out some of these cool caskets. Do they do that there at graveyards? Cool caskets. What? Like they're yeah. showing, like showing off cool caskets. Yeah. Yeah. Like a casket room where they show nice caskets. I, dude, no, they, they went into a mausoleum. That's a mausoleum though. It looked like a little house. Yeah, that's a mausoleum. Okay, it's whatever. like a, a mausoleum is like a monument that essentially you build. Like it's almost like its own, like not a tomb but a crypt. You know, mm-hmm. like it, you have usually a gates or a front door, and they put the coffin inside of it, and you can put like more of their belongings in there if you want. I'm just saying um, this one looked more like a visitor center. It was just in the <laughs> middle of the graveyard. Um, I mean, okay, here we go. Uh, a mausoleum is an external freestanding building constructed as a monument enclosing the interment space. Uh, or burial chamber of a deceased person or people. There you go. Yeah. It's I'm just hel- telling you what I thought it looked like, okay? <laughs> it's it looked like a visitor tombs. center. Yeah, it's, it looked like a visitor center. But uh, it wasn't. This was a mausoleum. And it was on fire or something. Or there's like a lot of smoke. I didn't really understand this, like, um, what it was supposed to be. Also, the rain that they had on set was like only in one area. Everything else was bone dry. And it was only raining in like <laughs> the foreground. Um this there this movie was made in the 80s mm-hmm. on a on a shoestring mm-hmm. so good for them <laughs> yeah and that's why i love it that's why i love that's why i love 80s films dude i think i think 80s i'm warming up to them i'm warming <laughs> up to them i mean that's the thing like the uh the the sleazy cheesiness to it is like what makes me so happy every time i watch one of these movies but yeah, dude, the the you see those sweet special effects when like, you know, you have young 10-year-old Susan and she's running and she's hearing like these like little kids calling her name and she turns and the mausoleum has like smoke overlaid over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she like looks at it and then runs up to the mausoleum and then she like looks at the lock and the lock explodes and it opens and a green light shines from within. Looks cool. The- the lighting is amazing in this. Like awesome. it's really, really cool. They use a lot of like green and purple lights that like really uh, give you this like kind of uh, it gave me almost like um, um, like reanimator vibes, right? Mm. Like the glowingness of the uh, of the 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 reanimation serum, and uh, also a lot of like black light stuff too. Oh yeah, dude. Oh for sure. Yeah. Those sweet eyes that she gets, um, yeah. The lighting, the lighting's killer. Like it, uh, it's funny because like you watch movies nowadays that really abuse like different colored gels that are like really vibrant, and like mm-hmm. these these colors are vibrant, and they're usually pretty good with like directional lighting. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that, that's really good technique for like the early '80s. Like this film was recorded in '81. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. It's way ahead of its time, and people do that stuff nowadays. To, you know, to this day, trying to get that that feel. Um, and so, yeah, she like goes in this, like this, you know, visitor center, as you were saying, it's, <laughs> it's, it's glowing green <laughs> and, um, this part's fucking sick, dude. I love this. So like she's in there, she's hearing voices and then the groundskeeper for the cemetery comes in and he's like, Hey, you can't be in here, little girl. And 
you see like a silhouette of like a creature on the wall, like yeah. doing weird hand movements and like magic. And uh, the guy like what? He goes crazy and runs outside of the crypt. Yeah. And then his head explodes. <laughs> it, that was pretty cool. But like there's a lot of um, unaccounted for bodies in this movie. Like there's just bodies <laughs> everywhere. Like <laughs> nobody and nobody's questioning it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, no, there, it gets questioned once towards the end of the film, and they just completely dropped. Like, where are all these people? I don't mm-hmm. know. And it just gets fucking totally skipped over. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that guy's head gets completely popped, and it looks pretty sweet, man. It's pretty good, pretty good explosion of the dome. Um, and then right after, young ten-year-old Susan turns back towards the inside of the uh, the mausoleum, and she sees a tomb where it's slid open and a creepy demon hand sticks out. Yeah. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. The movie started. Yeah. The music was all over the place in this. There's oh, like, yeah. um, and I really didn't start noticing it until like the, uh, like the second act where like, there's like that little comedy scene. They're like, <laughs> um, but um, music was, uh, was questionable here too. Um, Matt, so it like does a time jump and, um, it's, it's aunt Cora, right? Aunt Cora. Mm-hmm. I should really learn the people's names, uh, before we record. So aunt, aunt Cora is talking to like, um, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. a, some kind of doctor, <laughs> uh, like, but a, like one that's been in the family for years and knows like the, the, the no nomad family history. And Aunt Cora's like, I found this book that's like leather bound and it just says no bid history on it. Um, and they're like, our women are cursed. And now I think uh, little Susan's cursed, too. She's been really strange. And now she's an adult. So we did like we're getting a little bit of exposition, but not really. Um, I'm old. Now Susan's old, too. And uh, she inherited her mom's house and she's being really, really weird. And the psychiatrist, psychologist slash Dr. Loomis is like, ah, I don't buy it. Give me this book, though. I'm going to put it on my shelf. And I'm going to put it on my shelf and then go read it like in the next scene. <laughs> I'm going to go put it away and then and then and then come back to it later. Like I just like I found this and it's been it been sitting on the shelf for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, does like uh, does it talk about like uh, the women in this family are cursed by a demon. And if they go into the mausoleum, they're fucked. Um, it talks about it like later in the movie, they finally okay. explain what's going on. But yeah, to, to sum it up, it's like, um, yeah, what happens is, you know, you're the nomad family. I guess it's always the first generation born, mm-hmm. um, from, from the mother. Cause like, you know, Cora obviously was like the sister to Susan's mom. And so Susan's mom was the first born of that generation. So she was the cursed one. And uh, essentially, their bodies get taken over by a family demon. That's nice. the whole story. Doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, with its family demon with nice tits. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the whole thing. And so, um, you know, right right away, it shows Susan. They now state that Susan's thirty years old. She's married. You know, her husband's very well off. They have a yeah. beautiful home. She has a Ford GT, dude, which is ridiculous. Because yeah, <laughs> couldn't be a real one, right? Maybe got to be a kit car. No idea. But um, yeah, um, 
right away she's like, you know, uh, she's visiting her mother's grave and bringing flowers. You know, it's it's the anniversary of her mom's death, mm-hmm. and the mausoleum starts calling to her. And so, like, she turns and you see the green light like emanating w- from without the uh, the tomb. So she goes into it, and uh, she's hypnotized, and then she wakes up at home on her couch, and you meet her husband. Yeah, Oliver Farrell, mm-hmm. and she is now part of the Farrell clan. Absolutely. And um, she's like, oh, did you bring me home? And he's like, what are you talking about? You were here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like right away, you're like, oh, is this going to be a weird trippy movie where nothing's explained? Just nothing's, yep. ex- nothing's explained. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's explained. I think so. Aunt Cora tries to explain it right off the bat, but nobody wants to listen to her. No. How does Aunt Cora know? Because she read the book. Oh, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Loomis didn't do it. Yeah. Dr. Simon, do- yeah, <laughs> he, um, yeah, she uh, she reads the book and figures it out. But um, so like right away, like what happens is like, you know, her husband's a very successful, I think, designer or something. So he's always like running the office. And so, um, you know, he runs the office. She's home and we meet uh, Ben, who's the the like the groundskeeper, I guess. Yeah. The gardener. And he's like creeping on her. Yeah. He's, he's very like, fascinated with the uh, with Susan. He's super fascinated with her and like she, uh, you know, she's he's just creeping on her like the whole the whole fucking time. Um, and so, you know, that night um, they go out on a on a date, like the husband and wife. And <laughs> there's like a weird interaction, which I think is like super funny. It's like yeah. you see this bearded guy and he's on a date with his his beautiful girlfriend. Right. Yeah. And like smoking hot girlfriend. She's way gorgeous. I was like, that's. No. Kim and I said that too. Like, dude, she's so much hotter than Susan. <laughs> yeah, w- way more attractive than Lee. I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful person. And um, yeah, the bearded guy like looks over at Susan, and right away, this this character's girlfriend is like, "You're looking at that woman. When we go out, you look at me." You know? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, all right, okay, you go, girl. And <laughs> he like he's like gets all mad. He's like, "It's oh, you're always causing all this shit." And she's like, "Fuck yeah. you." And she leaves. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Get, get, get out, out while the get the getting out is good. You know, I know. you can do much a better, strong, girl. independent woman. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you. And so know, uh, also that good dude was old and creepy. He was old and creepy. Um, And uh, so this guy gets fucking wasted in the background. And the whole time it shows like Susan and her and her husband, Oliver, like dancing, having a good date night. They're drinking, you know, having a good time. The bearded guy is just like like way in trance. He's like, he's like mm-hmm. infatuated with her for whatever reason. And uh turns out it's cause Susan's got powers. Yeah. Sex powers. Yeah. She's a sex demon. <laughs> Duh. Read the book. Gosh, Matt. Yeah, it was, it was like the first page was like our, our family's haunted. I wonder yeah. what the rest of the book was. The book was thick, but the yeah. first page was our family's haunted. Uh, <laughs> and get out of the mausoleum. Yeah, page and two. And then the rest of it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What, what are you guessing is going to be on the rest of the book? Um, I don't know. Just like uh, how hot the demon's tits are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, if if your firstborn child, firstborn uh, lady child, <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't, firstborn uh, female child does get into the mausoleum, she's going to have some nice uh oozy tits so <laughs> yep and then page three is that. yeah look look forward to your your mm-hmm. kid 
just being a demon. And then like the next page is like a bad recipe for like grandma's sugar cookies. Yeah. You know? You're like, oh, cool. Our family's great. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. awesome. Um, <laughs> but I mean, OK, so right away, like skipping a bunch of the the dancing stuff, they like go. They're leaving the restaurant or the bar. I wish and, the movie skipped a lot of the dancing stuff. I mean, there was that was, was hard a, to watch for me. It was a little weird, man. It was a little weird. But, you know. They're adding, they're building character. They're they're a loving couple, you know? Yeah. They're happy. And uh, they step outside and the drunk bearded guy bumps into them. He bumps into them a couple times. He's like stumbling into them and mm-hmm. he gets in his car and his car won't start. But Susan like looks at him and his car just catches on fire. And he, yeah. he's, he dies. <laughs> I like the freeze frame of Susan with the green overlay on her eyes. It just mm-hmm. keeps cutting back to her. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we're uh, we're learning out pretty quickly that Susan has some weird ass sex powers. It's called um not, I mean, I guess I wouldn't call it sex powers, but they're called mind bullets. Yeah. That's telekinesis, bullets. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean, she makes dudes super horny for her. <laughs> Everywhere she goes. I have that same problem, Susan. Yeah, man, every time Dustin and I go somewhere, we just dudes dudes get super horny for me (laughs) it's a gift and a curse it's the mustache mostly (laughs) it's a gift and a curse but it's mostly the mustache (laughs) 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 yeah we're off the rails here i can't wait to see you guys at mad monster party yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get punched (laughs) someone's gonna punch me one of these days Oh my god! <laughs> um, anyway, people are dying, and yeah. Susan's to blame. It's Susan's fault. So, like, yeah, this guy fucking blows up. It's awesome. He's screaming. He can't get out of the car. He's dead. And then, yeah, you said it. She has like these piercing green eyes, which you know we learn later. Um, like, if you look it up, or I, I watched the, uh, you know, you can watch the extra footage piece about like their makeup effects, and like, yeah, they put gl- a green sclera um, contact lenses in, and they would use black lights everywhere, like you were saying. To make them really pop. And then they added like bad, like rotoscoped green on there as well to make them even more green. That's great. I like nice. that effect. Yeah. Demon eyes. <laughs> um, That's all it takes. <laughs> it's pretty great, dude. Um, but yeah, uh, it moves right along to the next scene. She's at the house. And then Ben, the uh, gardener guy, you know, he's like creeping again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he walks in and he's like, oh, I smell coffee. Would you mind if I had a cup? Yeah, but he's doing it in a. You did it in a very nice way just now, Matt. He's doing it in a very like weird way. What's weird? He's like he's doing his little eye, like his little eyebrows are like moving up and down and shit. And he's like, "Can I get some of that coffee? Where's your husband? He's not here right now, is he? That stinks." You know, <laughs> he's like he's being creepy. It's not he was not being nice about getting coffee. No. And he's not in there for coffee. He's in there for. You know what he's in there for? Demon nipples, dude. Yeah, she's a sex demon. <laughs> you know what's weird about that dude? Ben is like when uh, when they show him right before he starts talking to her, he has like his three bottom buttons on his shirt. Undone. Yeah, he's like he's like touching his belly button. Like his he's circling his belly button. <laughs> yeah, getting there I deep, boy. That too. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He's trying to get in there deep, man. Um, there is some um racial profiling that happens in this movie that. Um, you know, we can skip over, but uh, it's not great. doesn't hold up. <laughs> doesn't you hold know, up one bit. 1981. You know, we don't uh, we don't agree with those beliefs, but I'm here to watch a shitty movie. And yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. 
yeah, so uh, Ben's being a fucking creep. And so Susan's like, you, you know, go back outside, go to work. And um, it does a really weird thing after that where it shows him like going about his day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The the Ben montage. I want to bring this up. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What was that? I don't know. I don't and I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it was in the movie. It's like first he's first he's chopping. He's chopping a stump with an axe. And I just don't think that's how you remove a stump. You know, you got to tie a chain around it, get your truck, pull it out. Everybody knows that. I don't know why cutting it up into little pieces is going to the the stump. We already cut it down, right? You don't need to cut it up more. Yeah. That's just my two cents. So he's off off to a terrible start. And then in, and then it cuts to him like just like willy nilly sprinkling manure. But he also smells it. And he's like, oh, that smells weird. It's like, yeah, it's fucking manure. Like, have you ever <laughs> used it before? And you're just getting in there, like sprinkle it all over. And then it cuts to him like eating a sandwich. And he's reading a book about gardening. So he like he really does love gardening. <laughs> <laughs> or he wants to love it. The modern modern gardener. I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but why are you acting like so weird and like not doing things properly? And then he's taking a nap on the on the dock. <laughs> yeah. And he goes back to chopping. Yeah. I, and I don't understand why we saw this. I don't know, man. It was a weird montage, but it was like peaceful. Like the music changed. It was. Like, it was what? so fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, what is, what is this doing in the middle of this fucking movie? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, Dustin's right. He's like still working. It's kind of late at night. He's chopping again. Uh, oh, no, it's still daytime at this point. Mm-hmm. He's chopping again. And Susan, like, they show her fully nude out of nowhere, um, yeah. checking herself out in the mirror. And yeah. she's getting all dolled up and stuff, wrap, wraps a towel around herself. And then she goes on the balcony holding a glass of wine in a towel. And he's, mm-hmm. like, chopping wood and looks up. And she just takes her towel off. Yeah. Not a softcore porn. No. No. Right. Right. And it's he, not. And, and Ben just smiles. And he looks up. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And it's I mean, definitely not a softcore porn because of the next uh, sequence sequence events that happen, right? Go for it, Matt. Tell me exactly what happens. Um, I mean, it's not a softcore porn. It's a it's a horror film with with boobs in it. One okay. pair. There's only one. There's actually two pairs of boobs in this whole movie. There's two. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. So we have the the balcony scene. That's one. We have. Um, oh no! I'm scene. saying like there's two. Oh. There's two different nude nude like. Two different pairs of boobs. This whole movie. Oh, yeah. oh, so it's like it's mostly it's mostly uh, Bobby Breezy's boobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. And so like that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Just one person getting naked, and so like mm-hmm. she uh she comes downstairs and like he's still chopping wood at this point. Yeah. It's like nighttime. It's yeah. late at night. Um, obviously we we you know they established early on her husband works late. Um, all the time. And so she comes down and she's super flirty. Ben immediately grabs her butt and he's like, why don't you come into my shed? And, yeah. um, but no, this is why it's a softcore porn, Matt, because they have this, like the, I'm the pizza guy, like, like dialogue where he's like, he's like, so she's like, you never brought me back my cup. And he's like, maybe I left it up in your room. And she's like, Mm-mm. he's like, did I leave it over there in the grass? He's, she's like, Oh, oh uh he's like maybe it's in the shed and she's like mm-hmm. so that's when he grabs her butt there's a lot of grabbing of of susan walker susan walker fowler fowler that make me that makes me a little uncomfortable like i feel like <laughs> i feel like we didn't have to do this because there's a there's a scene where like 
um, where uh, budget um, Dr. Loomis is like holding her and he's like just straight up holding on her tit like underneath her boob. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're all trying to get a get a feel of Susan here, I guess. Um, <laughs> listen, yeah. just because she's a sex demon doesn't mean we can treat her like that. OK, you, you know, that's that's my stand. I'm going to I'm going to get off my high horse now. <laughs> uh so yeah they go to the they go to the shed they go to the they, shed we have a very passionate love scene here with the with the two of them it's i mean it's real quick but it, it definitely goes down and uh immediately like you know susan's like laying on her side mm-hmm. and ben the gardener he's like talking to her and he's laying there and, dude i yeah. laughed so fucking hard at this because this <laughs> whole thing he stated is like not necessary like okay i'm sure that every woman on the planet would love to hear what Ben yeah. states. He literally yeah. says word for word, I've been with lots of women in my time. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they're pros. But you, <laughs> you, you sure as hell beat all of them. And then he yep. slaps her ass. And at this point, the camera cuts to her and her <laughs> eyes are glowing green. It's like, oh, she's going to fucking kill you, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, you want to go again? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we'll this do something different. Yeah. This guy's libido. I mean, hats yeah. off. Buddy. Ben, dude. Yeah, and he's like, we'll try something different. And then he like lays back down and puts his hands behind his head. Mm-hmm. And um, she flips over and she's a demon, dude. Yeah. Ooh, spooky, demon. spooky demon. Full on. She like scratches his whole face, right? With a claw. I love this. I think some of these uh, practical effects are really, really, uh, I'm really keen on them, you know? Mm-hmm. They're pretty killer, literally. And then uh, and then she also has like a mini rake. What are those called? They're like uh, a. That's a hoe. That's a hoe? A mini hoe? It's a mini hoe. Uh, and then just starts scratching him up with that too. But he's like, she's like, that's overkill. It, she's already got like sweet, super sweet nails. But um, I don't know. We use the we use the hoe as well. Yeah, I mean, Jason Voorhees can punch a hole through your chest, but he uses weapons. You know, that's true. You can punch your head clean off. Yeah, man, you got to mix it up if you're a professional murderer. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what she does with the body. We never really. Uh, I guess we see all the bodies later. But uh, she goes back inside the house and just waits for her husband and is like super she's like super turned on mm-hmm. and they and then there's another really passionate sex scene when she, when he comes home she, there's like a lot of good one-liners that i completely forgot mm-hmm. um and i know this is not the one but it's like uh there's one that was like she's like oh what do we have in and he's like she she says something on a fish and then she basically says and then like my butt like (laughs) (laughs) just to say my butt (laughs) i know but it's like it's basically like that (laughs) oh my god yeah yeah when he comes home she's like Mm -hmm. yeah what's for dinner she's like oh we're having smoked salmon yeah and me and he's like yeah (laughs) and my butt (laughs) and my butt (laughs) yeah pretty sure she says that (laughs) i'm you know what I'll allow that one. She definitely says my butt, <laughs> but not this time. This time, um, they just they have like, fuck, dude. She he goes to town on those boobies, like yeah. that's the he like. They're always ripping off her shirts and uh and then just really sucking on boobs. I mean, like, and they're really uh, doing it. They're the kissing looks so fake, but the boob sucking looks very real. <laughs> Like the kissing looks like their mouths are just like rubbing on each other. Yeah, yeah. But, His mouth was yeah. I was I was watching that. I was like, he's eating her face and she's not moving. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure she's trying to act, but this guy's like trying to get it. Yeah, dude. 
I think everybody on set was trying to get it. <laughs> They're like, no, no, we should have a um, we should have a sex scene with Susan too. I think that that'll really progress the story along. <laughs> because I, they just went to town on her boobies, dude. Yeah, I mean that's that's the star of the show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's hollywood baby (laughs) um yeah dude and so like yeah her and her husband they fool around a bit and then uh you know they wake up the next morning and she makes some breakfast and like she has like coffee going he's like oh i don't have time to see breakfast right now thank you have to run the office and she's like oh well you know maybe uh let me what time you coming home so i can hide my lover and he's like i just make sure he's not here when i get here (laughs) Mm -hmm. she wasn't kidding (laughs) yeah she wasn't kidding at all she's got bodies to hide she's got bodies to hide for sure um, and so at this point, uh, Aunt Cora comes over because Aunt Cora finally read more of the book and is freaking the fuck out, dude. Yeah. She read and the she, book and she has like papers or something like that, too. Yeah, like a stack of papers, like yeah. with their their lineage or something on it. Yeah. Um, This is cool. I think this kill is like it's very, very uh, neat. Like the kills are very um, grotesque and like just well done. I don't understand them. like why there was so much so much like CGI in there. Maybe it was like because it was new and they're like, we can do this. It's new. It's fun. Um, See, like her eyes CGI. That and like the um, mausoleum where there's like that overlay of like mm. smoke on top of it. Because like they did pump smoke in it. And there's exterior shots of the mausoleum with smoke like kind of around it mm-hmm. and not just like uh, on top of it. Uh, and those shots looked cool. I think they should just kept this all practical. CGI just wasn't ready yet. No, no, not me, dog. No, it was not ready. And uh, but yeah, all the practical stuff they do show is it's it's awesome because like like you're saying, man, grotesque is perfect. They actually show the kills all the way through and you're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? That's so gory. Um, So like Aunt Cora comes running up and she's like, you know, calling for Susan and Susan's like standing at the top of the stairs, like down the hallway. And it shows it like shows her as like half demon, half woman. Yeah, she's, like, like not. Yeah, she's not fully transformed like pers- yet. Yeah, I like the prosthetics. Yeah. And uh, she looks gross. Her skin's all kind of weird and wrinkly, but she like turns and yeah, demon with green eyes and she just like fucking force chokes Aunt Gora yeah. <laughs> and lifts her up in the air. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. That's yeah, what it dude. reminded me of. Like off oh, the stairwell. Perfect. She's dude. just like moving. She's like wiggling her body like she's dancing. <laughs> Because I've seen dancing in this movie, and it looked that's what it looked like she was doing. Uh, yeah, and she just like she like starts to split her in two, and like her rib, like her rib cage is like exposed, and she starts to like like rip open. She yeah, she force she force chokes her, yeah, and then explodes her from the inside. Again, that's a lot of that's a body to clean up. A lot of blood, man. She ripped her aunt in half with her mm-hmm. mind bullets, bro. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and so, uh, you know, at this point, like it, it, she's she's killed. She's killed what? Two people? No, three people. Yeah. In a day, mm-hmm. which is insane. And then um, so her husband comes home and, you know, he's like, oh, all right. Well, you know, hopefully everything's going great. And, you know, they fool around or whatever, because like every time that's where that's where they, they crack the, yeah. the dinner, the dinner What's for dinner, my butt. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, that's where that cracks. And like you better you know, she... eat that butt, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he was definitely passed out in the bed and then he like wakes up and he's like, where's my wife? Yeah. And he like sees her like 
in a rocking chair, like rocking, staring out yeah. the window. But she's a total troll at this point. Yeah. And, and he's just like, wife. he just like tries to sneak out of the room. <laughs> he like zips out. Sweet. Down to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then he's, then he calls uh dollar store, Dr. Loomis. Yeah. And uh, he just explains like, oh yeah, she's, she's acting super weird. It's not, it's not my wife. I swear. Yeah. I yeah. think there's a fucking demon in my house. He says, oh, well, we'll figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> it's late and i don't know nothing's gonna get soft tonight so good night and and then the and then oliver's like yeah i guess you're right i'll i'll have her come over tomorrow mm-hmm. i might die tonight but sure this makes sense and uh that's where we get like susan she walks in the room and startles him and and she's like i don't i don't remember hearing the phone go off or you getting out of bed and he's like oh yeah yeah uh let's just go back to bed yeah and uh this is the comedic bit. Um, it's when he wake, he wakes up earlier than his wife. He's mm-hmm. dressed. He runs down the stairs and they they introduce this character earlier. They have like a almost like a, a live in or visiting nanny type yeah. character. Elsie. Yep. And she just like I guess no, I guess they call her the maid. Technically, it's like yeah. she cleans up the house, does the cooking and stuff. Um, and so Elsie, you know, um, they introduce her earlier and then they show her again. And Oliver's like, hey. Just make sure Susan stays here. Uh, I got to run to the office real quick and make sure she stays here. And she's like, well, you know, Mr. Oliver, she gets her hair did every Thursday, you know? Yeah. And it just for some reason, they just throw a bunch of comedy in this part. Um, it's weird. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's she, funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She, it's like after um, the, the after Oliver starts leaving, she like walks upstairs and she says like the green light and the smoke um like emanating from from the bedroom and she's like yeah no i'm fuck this i'm out of here and, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and but then but this is like that's the really weird part they do like that like fast walk like zip 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 comedy yeah it was it was funny enough her just being like no i'm not getting paid enough for this i'm i'm leaving dude i laughed so hard during that because she like she saw the green smoke just pouring out and she's like there is some strange shit happening in this fucking house and i was like yeah there is dude (laughs) so funny for no reason and then she like tries to run after oliver but his you know sweet four gt is already taken off zoomy yeah and uh so she runs down to the basement and she's like i gotta drink the good shit because this is fucking scary and she's she's just like one-liner after one-liner mm-hmm. dude zingers man she's definitely the comedic relief um, yeah just cracking so many jokes dude um and then she goes back up to the bedroom and it's just like smoking still and she yeah. goes she just goes to check on susan like what yeah what? she's like i don't care I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore she yeah. leaves right she doesn't die who elsie yeah i'm pretty sure elsie died what? I don't remember how she died, though. I thought she just booked it. I don't remember how she dies. Mm. This is this is where I started to get a little drowsy. Hmm. Right around yeah. this part. Yeah, I actually don't remember. I don't remember if she died or not, but she doesn't show up ever again. And yeah. they mentioned that, too. Yeah, because I think she just booked it. I think she's like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. And she <laughs> left. Good. Because yeah. we saw the we saw the kills and I don't we didn't see hers. Yeah, I I just I just don't remember, but I don't know, man. It was a weird a weird like added comedic part. Um, but you know, sometimes 
Sometimes that's what you got. Sometimes do. we gotta have a little bit of comedy in our softcore porn. That's <laughs> not a softcore porn. Okay. Yep. No, you're right, Matt. It's not softcore porn. <laughs> this is. I think this is different than '80s. Like you. Sometimes you have like maybe like a like a kids fooling around that doesn't get like that intense, or like a girl takes her shirt off and goes skinny dipping, or like a girl gets her shirt ripped and like her her you know she's in a bra and undies but this one is just like straight up i'm gonna eat your tits yeah one of her tits are gonna eat you well yeah eventually <laughs> eventually for sure <laughs> eventually sure tits eat you <laughs> in russia tits eat you <laughs> um so yeah elsie like you know dips out and so susan eventually wakes up and agrees to go to see you know uh the doctor and dr simon i doc- keep calling him loomis but yeah, uh, that works too, man. Doc, Doc Simon. And so, like, you know, they have, like, he's been her psychologist her entire life. Like, he's known her since she was a kid. And so he's like, hey, I'm going to try to hypnotize you and see what mm-hmm. happens. And he hypnotizes her. And this, the demon wakes up inside of her and starts talking to the doctor. And he's like, okay, this thing is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can go back home with your uh, with your husband. Yeah. And so, he, like, he wakes her up and, and she's like, Oh, I don't remember what happened. Is everything okay? And he's like, everything's great. You should go home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just get out of my office, please. Yeah. And uh, he goes to talk to a special, like a, a demonologist. And he's like, yo, there's a fucking demon mm-hmm. in this lady. Uh, what? How do we get rid of it? And a bunch of exposition, you know, oh, we got to use the crown of thorns, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. They don't really explain any of it. Um, and then I forgot what happens. I, I think she goes home and her husband just like asks how the day was. And he's like, um, isn't that what happens? Or I think there's another kill in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, the, I fell asleep here. This oh, the, the exactly where guy. I fell asleep. Oh, did you see the flower guy kill? Nope. Dude. Tell me about it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's one more kill before her husband starts realizing what's going on. Um, so she, you know, she's, she's home after the hypnot- hypnotized part. And um, there's like a delivery guy, you know, he like shows up, he knocks on the door. He's got a big old van, knocks on the door and she answers wearing fucking lingerie to the door. Oh, yeah. Just barely covering her body up. And the guy you could see the guy looking directly at her, her bits. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, so I have this all these plant deliveries for this address. And she's like, I didn't order any plants. And he's like, no, I mean, that's this address, right? And she's like, that's this address, but there must be a mistake. And she's like toying with her robe a little bit. And the guy's mm-hmm. like clearly looking. And she's like, you're allowed to use the phone inside if you need to call your boss. It's in the kitchen. And he's like, okay. He's like entranced, dude. <laughs> you can totally tell he's like being taken over. And he walks into the house and he's like, wow, this is really nice. And they walk in the kitchen and she's behind him and he turns around and he just starts groping her. And he's like, you're really nice, too. And <laughs> <Nice>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And they start like he starts like groping her and trying to kiss her and stuff. She's like, make the phone call first and then we can go upstairs. And he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> and so sense. you didn't see this part at all. No, dude, I wish I did, though. I, I might go back and rewatch it. So, uh, yeah, like, um, you know, he picks up the phone. He makes the phone call. And then all of a sudden she's standing in the kitchen and her eyes are glowing like vibrant green and she's staring at him and he's like, uh, like shaking. And the phone starts like just pouring blood out of his ear 
and then his face starts burning and melting and his eye falls out and he catches it and he's just like ah, like just melting in the kitchen bleeding oh, all over man, the place i missed the best part dude it's gory man it's so gory and uh immediately after her husband comes home and um he notices blood on the floor finally yeah and he's like is that blood and she's like, oh, sorry, I was just trying to clean and accident, you know. I accidentally killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> There's blood all over the place. Yeah. And they get into like a little bit of a uh, like an argument, you know. Um, but I remember him being like, yeah, like, have, where's everyone at? Like, uh, where's, you know, have you heard from Elsie? She hasn't shown up today. And, uh, you know, where's that gardener, Ben? He's not around either. And then they get a phone call asking about like their their aunt, you know. And he's like, I don't know where she is either. He's like, just everyone's fucking missing, dude, yeah. <laughs> and nothing is said. Um, yeah, and that's that's kind of it. And like they get into a little bit of an argument, and she's like starting to snap on him, and then she goes to the mall. Yeah, you remember that part? Nope, I'm still fall- I'm still fast asleep here. What you missed? Like all the kills, man. I missed all the kills. I missed his kill too. Kim said I missed his kill. Uh, that we all watched we all watched this together though so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um yeah we uh we get like a we get another part where you know she's walking around the mall and this is where like all of the stories explained and so um it's dr simon telling oliver that um with with the demonologist that you know hey your wife is possessed it happens to the first nomad women each generation um, they become possessed by this family demon and to stop the demon, you need to place the crown of thorns from the mausoleum on the demon's head to send it back to the crypt and break the curse. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's no way, there's no way. And so they're saying all of this and it's showing Susan walk around this like really fancy mall, uh, like a really cool, I mean, eighties malls are so cool. Mm. Um, really cool eighties mall. And she just looks completely different. Like you can tell like her demeanor's changed. She's like, just got this cool badass vibe to her. Um, and yeah, she like finds this picture in an art store and she's like in love with this, this picture. And like the, um, the gallery seller, he comes up to her and he's like, Oh, this is a really weird piece. Um, it's actually not for sale. I sold it already. <laughs> And she's like, I want it now. And he's like, oh, I can't I can't sell it. I, it's not mine. I already sold it to somebody. And he's like, <laughs> I want it right now. And he's like, well, we have another one, ma'am. Um, a different style, though. And <laughs> he like turns when a customer walks in and she grabs the painting and just dips out. And dude, this salesman, you need to watch this part. Okay, because I, I watch it. I laughed so hard. This, oh, this man, this guy was just screaming like. Peak fucking volume. He's like, ma'am. You can't bring back the painting. I sold it. It's not mine. He's like screaming at her. And of course she turns around and fucking force chokes him. And uh, yeah. Does he die? He does die. He gets. So they're on the third floor of a mall and she pulls him over the railing. You know, that used to protect you when you're walking up on the upper floors. Of course. And she drops him straight on the fucking tile and he like gets impaled on some like mall art. It's pretty gory. He gets like a giant spire through his chest. Yikes. Poor guy. So he's dead. But that was funny. Um, So where did you wake up? Um, I I woke up to, I think, the climax of the movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> it started getting really loud, so I think that's when I woke up. <laughs> uh, I know that I know that Oliver gets hugged to death, right? We get like another boob scene. Oh yeah, and he gets like hugged to death, right? And um, uh, he gets more than hugged to death, man. Oh, poor guy. I mean, so like they get into a fight, and then you know he he comes back later, and she's like in the tub, and she's looking beautiful, of course. I mean, she was a beautiful actress, and like. You know, she's sitting there. There's flowers around the tub and stuff. And he's like, listen, I'm just really worried about you. And I want nothing bad to happen to you. And so she, you know, starts using her her charm and starts smooching up on him. And uh, yeah, she's hugging him and he dies. But the way he dies is so fucking silly. Um, her boobs turn into little demons. She gets demon boobs and they eat his heart out of his chest cavity while she's hugging him. I have it up right here. Oh my goodness! It's a this is a fucking porno. This is a porn. I'm watching it right now, Matt. That's not porn, man. That's a that's a horror film. There's there's so much more nudity and sex in this movie. You fell asleep during half the movie, dude. And there's still sex in it. No, the the mall kill. There wasn't sex. The phone kill. Yeah, there's a little bit of sex. The bathroom kill. Yeah, there was a lot of sex in that one. The barn kill. Yeah, I mean she didn't have sex with her aunt. Yeah, you're right. So it's not a yeah. You're right. Okay, that makes that makes sense. <laughs> I'm watching the scene right now where uh, he just took her from the tub. Oh my goodness! He was smooching with my brother. Yeah, that's what's going on, man. Oh, you see vagina. You see? I mean, it's like, wow. Yeah, she's like hugging you him. You see vagine, mm. and and Doctor Loomis is out getting the crown of thorns, and look at him go. Mm-hmm. He's hauling ass, man. Dude, he's booking it. The uh, there was a couple scenes where I'm like, how how is it nighttime or like how is it daytime? Like we were just the scene before it was pitch black. Mm-hmm. Continuity was a little was a little weird. They struggle a little bit, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a little a uh, little wonky, but you know that happens, man. Well, he gets uh he gets eaten. <laughs> the 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 demon tits are uh they, they were like fucking they should do a master class on on how they made those like because mm-hmm. they were like when they oozed they uh they were like a like day glow green yeah and, and like... i think this is exactly where i woke up because um now she's like full-on demon and dr uh dr simon is like He's like, I got the fucking crown of thorns and I'm going to put it on her head. And it didn't seem like he had that much trouble doing it. Dude, it was easy. It was so easy. He just put the and crown then, on her head. <laughs> and then like there's like this uh, this like cool little uh, um, double exposure that it does. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it just sends the, the demon packing back to the mausoleum. He's just like lumbering away. Mm-hmm. Um, he... He w- essentially wakes her up, but like, you know, not after groping her first and uh, carries her to the car. And then they like they rush over to the um, ma- mausoleum and uh, and they have another crown of thorns or as well. Or no, it, the demon walked all the way back to the mausoleum. <laughs> what a fucking, like the walk of fucking shame, right? <laughs> I think it. I think it teleported. <laughs> it's, it's like the night after. It just had a bunch of sex and like murders, and now it's got to walk back in the, you know, 
in public. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Oh, um, dude. and just lumbers and like it's kind of cozy. And I thought more was gonna happen. Like this, this demon was so easy to beat. All they needed, I mean, I guess all they needed was the uh, the crown of thorns, but that wasn't readily available to anybody. Yeah. Um. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Doctor Simon drives Susan to the mausoleum, and uh, he gives her the crown of like the crown of thorns, and he's like, "You know what you have to do." And I'm like, "Does she know what she has to do?" <laughs> and no. then like, what she had to do was just like walk over to it and and like give it to it, give it to the demon, and mm-hmm. then the demon would lay down. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like she has to like stab it in the head or something like that, like. And, like, why didn't she want to do that? Like, why didn't she want to be like, here you go, demon? No. Nope. She have to close the tomb with the crown of thorns and the demon. Yep. Yeah. The, and she's like, here's here, demon. Here's the crown of thorns. And the cask and the and the, the casket lid closes. And it's like daytime out again. The rain stopped and everybody lives happy, happily ever after. They get in the car and like the the groundskeeper is there and you never see, really see his face uh and he's just like looking at flowers sitting on like you know defiling a gravestone just by sitting on it or tombstone rather and uh uh simon is like uh hey uh don't let anybody in there and you know you've you know the secret i know you know and it's been passed down to your family so stop letting people in there. And then he walks away and then it pans up to reveal the groundskeeper was none other than Ben, the gardener. <laughs> and <laughs> I said to myself, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was so okay. unnecessary. Yeah. It's like, but what was that? Like the big swerve at the end? Like what happened? Like, why was that? Why was that good? It's like, okay. So, uh, the, the whole okay the poster right the tagline mm-hmm. is like centuries of evil so i think i think there was probably a grander concept where it's like this this demon's been around for centuries and centuries but there's always been a way to defeat it and there is a family that keeps it in check which was ben the gardener's family mm-hmm. but um they don't explain you that at the very end they just show ben counting flowers and yeah simon being like that's your job you're supposed to guard it but didn't didn't they kill Ben earlier? Yeah. But or like, if a ghost. We never, so if we never got the Ben kill, like then you could be like, oh, that's why he was like he wasn't he wasn't like sexually attracted to her like all the other men were. She he was like worried that mm-hmm. she's now the demon, demon. Right. Yeah. Um I think he was, but he was also under her spell. Yeah. Yeah. So but, yeah. How is he still alive? I don't know. But I guess that was like the the big swerve at the end where maybe he's a ghost. Um, and he just laughs maniacally. And then we do a freeze frame, like at the end of every 80s movie. <laughs> Not the end of every 80s movie. Just, you know. The, all the teen, 80, 80s teen movies. Bre- Breakfast Club, you know. <laughs> yeah. They got uh, the one. What's the one with Ducky in it? It has a girl from Breakfast Club in it as well. Ducky. Ducky. Yeah, uh, he the, uh, the sporting actor is like the guy from, um, the Mighty Ducks. No, yeah, but that's the Breakfast Club. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't, uh, pretty, pretty in pink, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, watched a lot of uh, 80s uh, teen movies, I guess. Not not enough 80s horror movies. I think I've seen eight, more 80s teen movies than I have seen 80s horror movies. I mean, there's some great ones, man. 16 Candles, you know. It's 16 awesome. Candles. I th- yeah. That's what. Wait. It all has the same actor in it. You're thinking of, um, yeah. It's not Ali Sheedy, but yeah. So yeah, my that's brain's the end of the movie, yeah. man. That's that's the end of the movie. That is the end. Um, and yeah, you know, unnecessary ending. And like, I will say this: there is um, a double exposure scene you mentioned is the longest transition I've ever seen. Yeah, it should have been like thirty seconds, but it's it's like a minute and a half. And then uh, even if you watch like the featurette on the special effects, even the special effects guy was like, "Yeah, we made that shit too long, man." <laughs> <laughs> Because this I was, is too long. Yeah, I was watching it. And I'm like, this is the longest transition scene of it teleporting back to the tomb um, or the mausoleum. And it was just that's corny. But yeah, the end didn't make sense. Most of the movie didn't make sense. But then again, yeah. man, that's why I love 80s horror films. I just think they're fun. They have no idea what they're doing half the time. They're not all going to be masterpieces, man. There's thinkers out there. I think I'd like to rate this movie out of uh, 10 demon 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 tits tits. yeah Yeah, that's what i literally have in my notes so i was like either demon tits or crown of thorns and demon tits was probably gonna win we win yeah how many demon tits are you feeling for this one um well maybe i should i should go back and watch some of these kills i don't know if it's gonna really change uh my opinion of this movie i think some of the lighting effects are really cool some of the practical effects were really cool uh i think this the idea the story the synopsis of the movie is is better told in the synopsis than it is told in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give it a four out of ten demon tits, <laughs> which is totally understandable because, um, yeah, it's not it's not a great movie by any means, by any fucking, means. <laughs> but it's it's fun and I'm 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 jazzed to watch it again now. Um, at some point, I mean, it's in my collection, so I. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I'm glad you got it. Gave it a four. I think if you watch the kill scenes, though, you might like it a little bit more because like the melty ear eyeball guy was cool. The mall yeah. one was kind of random, but I love that um, guy just losing his mind, screaming high pitched about a painting um, and then just getting dropped because like, you know, I don't know about you, man, but back when malls were a thing, there's still a thing some places, you yeah. know, um, I would always walk, you know, on the higher floor and be like, what? I hope I don't fall over the ledge. That'd be scary. Yeah, I yeah. did. I had that that fear too. Yeah, and that's what happened. This guy got force lifted over the, the ledge, and he went splat in the middle of the mall. Mm, a true pretty, Jedi. Pretty crazy. A Sith. So. A Sith Lord. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I'm actually going to rate this movie a little bit higher. And um, okay, I just it's not a good movie. It's not, but I also say it's fun as fuck. If you love, if you love cheesy '80s nonsensical films, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten mm-hmm. on the uh, on the demon tit scale. I don't know, man. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the de- we should just standardize the demon tit scale for sure. Yeah. Um, also, badass metal band name. If it's not taken, please someone do demon tit. Um, that's cool. Um, no, dude. The uh, the visual, like I love the poster. Like I said, I saw the poster a long time ago. The name, the typography, I'm a sucker for all of it. Um, and then like the visual work with the colors and some of the camera stuff in this movie, 
pretty solid, pretty fucking solid, dude. I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, story is pretty darn weak. Um, it's it's definitely the weakest part, but uh, this movie has cool, gory, practical effects, um, and they're kind of like random sometimes. But yeah, I like it. I I think it, I think it's pretty solid. So yeah, six six out of ten for me. Yeah, I, I mean, my rating doesn't mean don't don't see it. I think this. I definitely recommend watching it. It just it wasn't it was wasn't great, like you said, Matt. But it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. I mean, I think uh, yeah, why not? Everything's worth a everything's worth a watch. Um, but like, I didn't I didn't hate it enough to be like, okay, I'm never gonna watch this again. I I'll go back and watch the kills. The kills were great. Yeah, the lighting was great. The like you said, the both artworks were great. But uh but yeah, give this one a watch. It's on Shutter. Use code Final Boys. Uh if you like what you hear, please consider rating us on iTunes and um wherever you can listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh but Matt, it looks like we survived another episode. We survived the uh nineteen eighty three softcore softcore porn. Uh Mausoleum. <laughs> we did survive it and uh i mean i think my life has changed now after seeing demon tits eat someone's heart out yeah i this is great i'm glad i'm glad the i'm glad this exists (laughs) um you know i will say this as a as a closing statement on this movie it had like house vibes for me at some at some points oh yeah yeah house was fucking good though house House is really really good awesome i love house so that's kind of why that maybe that's why i like it so much but um, yeah, dude, we survived another night. And if you want to keep hearing us survive more nights and you want to recommend movies, you can hit us up on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have stories, personal stories, or some fact and fiction might be coming soon. But yeah, uh, yeah you can hit us up where, dude? Um, you can always go to www.thefinalboys.com. Uh, yeah, you could, uh, I don't know. Uh, just Google the final boys. <laughs> that's a, that's a good plug. Um, Google us also uh, on final boys on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think that's all of our social medias and TikTok. Make sure to watch our spooky dances. Do we have spooky dances? No, but maybe we can. I don't dance, dude. I know me neither. Well, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So we survived. We, we appreciate you's and uh, I guess until next time, uh, just b- bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>